Monday attitude, Glory Mora. I want to, you know, first thing, I think right off the bat, I want to go over how you spell your first name first and then name. how you say it. Am I correctly. close enough to the microphone? You are. You can kind of hear yourself okay. in a little bit. Come like a little bit closer, closer like that. Because like you sound but very professional. But it's good. You you have like a, like a voice that like Thank travels, you. so you're good. Thank you. An excellent voice. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, sorry. So you, my first name, you spell it G L O R. E-L-Y-S. As you guys see right here in Spotify, Thank Apple you. Podcasts, YouTube, absolutely. Yeah, Go ahead. But you say Glorelis. Oh, Glorelis. Yeah. What did you think it was? Well, that's the thing. Sometimes when I see it, I thought it was Glorelai or like oh, Glories. Glorelai is cute. Glories. Yeah, my friend. I'm, and I'm sure you get that a lot, Glories. Well, Dan, first of all, I, today when I went into the office, my coworker was like, Glories. I was like, oh my God, I thought he knew my name. And no, but it's just fine. It's just fine. And then, you know, Dan Lamore. Yes, Colleen. Um, his, well, my friend that is dating him, um, she was like, oh, he calls Colleen. You. Yes. Okay. I didn't know if I was, I didn't want to name, I don't like name dropping names. Uh, like, all oh, good. My God, We're name dropping. I mean, this is, a, this is a comic <laughs> podcast. We're just going to be name dropping oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the entire so time. she was like, Dan calls you Glories. And I'm like, oh, I was calling him Dan Lamorte. <laughs> and I thought he was French. Oh, so, so yeah. you guys are even there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. But glo- it's Glorelis. Okay. That's how you say it in, what are you? What? I'm Dominican. But You're Dominican. I guess my mom made it up, so I got to is in every language. Okay. Has anyone ever brought you on the stage as Glories Mora, though? No, not really. Really? I'm, no, because they don't know how to say it. People will, they get nervous. I'm like, girl, I'm going to just call you Glory. Or they'll ask you beforehand? Yeah. By the way, speaking of asking you things, are you free April 12th, 7 p.m. for sh- uh, Stowe at I the sh- uh, show at the stand? I should be Ted Jones Comedy Show. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll talk follow about up it. after yeah, this. We'll do the spreadsheet. But yes, a- absolutely. Um, Glory, you guys will catch her at the stand. And um, I actually saw. I can't remember what program it was on, but you went on like a blind date with some guy. Was oh, it was Vice. that on Vice? Oh, yeah, yeah. God. I saw that. That guy was so funny. Yeah. That guy was like, "Yo, yeah, you got to get your cloud up. Got to get the followers." You right. like, I seen your followers. You doing like, it well? Are you like, no, I feel back because that video was like from three years. It's pretty ago. old, right? Yeah, it and seemed like you had just gotten into comedy. At yeah, that point. yeah, yeah. And I had um, I posted because I think it's funny, but I think he's like moved on in a relationship and everything. So oh. every time it comes up, it's like he's not even that person anymore. I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I feel bad. But it is a, it's a funny video. He's a really talented person. Okay, like he's like an illustrator. He's done like childish gambinos like videos and stuff like legit okay so i felt legit. bad but he was hilarious it okay. was great comedic timing yeah so what have you been doing just besides um i mean doing sets tonight you talk briefly about your uh is it a day job i can call it that I during do, the day i, do. At, I work fuse? at fuse yeah okay so what do you do um during the day at fuse and then obviously you start comedy probably around 7 p.m each night yeah my whole life is i don't think people would believe me if they knew all the shit that i was doing let's I'm hear like, it come on we got so time much. So, like, a, a typical week last week was, like, an example of a typical week. I work at Fuse during the day. So, like, you know, it's 10 to 6. 10 to 6. So, I okay. wake up a little bit later. I do a bunch of, like, project management for, like, the TV shows there or whatever. It's a small, like, company. So, I can, like, pi- like I don't want to be on all of the projects. But I'll pitch people, like, oh, you should do this. You should do that. Whatever. Right. And we'll do stuff together. Um, and then the job is pretty flexible. So, sometimes I squeeze in gigs during okay. the job. Uh-huh. So, last week I squeezed in a writer's gig. So it was only like three times. We met three times during the week. So I just really recently like wrote. I was doing like punch up consulting for a web series that's going to Audible. What does that mean? So like they wrote the script. Everything was written. It's already ready to go. But they wanted to make it funnier. So they get a bunch of like people that are funny. And we all just riff off like, oh, you should do this and this part, whatever. Because sometimes um, the people that were writing the show, it's about a a Dominican woman that went to Yale and came back to, to the city and like was trying to find her place again but the people that wrote it a lot of them are like west coast latinos so i'm it's like a whole there's a whole like 
thing. And I'm from the East Coast, so it's a different experience. So like some of the naming conventions are off. I'm like, oh, you want to make it more authentic, you should call it this, or you should say oh, that. Okay. So I was like adding in the authenticity just to make sure, the fact-checking and the jokes. You don't do any um, in-front-of-camera stuff, a few? Well, sometimes. Like well, on-camera on de- stuff? It depends what show it is. My whole thing just came off. My hair just came off. What do you mean your hair came off? Well, what? my I wrapped my hair around. And it came off? Yeah. Don't worry. Nobody noticed. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> I, I hope I, yeah. No, but um, I it depends what show it is. So, like, we're, re, we're working on a show with comics. Uh-huh. And it's coming out in April. And if there's people that I want to talk to, like, I'll interview them and I'll, I'll volunteer for that. Do you have the comics that you've already chosen for that particular show? Yeah. You're just not allowed to talk about it right yeah, now because it's not out yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll forget about right, that. Right. I think I actually sent a DM to, let me actually check my to DMs Fuse? to Fuse. When? Yeah. Recently? I send emails. Okay, so I sent, no, DMs to Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon oh, Prime. I was are- like, you guys should just follow me around to my comedy shows That's and so podcasts funny. and vlog. I didn't That's- get a, I didn't get a response, but <laughs> I figured, Fuse? I don't know, maybe if you were, if I mean, you were managing the account, you would have responded. I've been pitching. You want, you want to hear what I wrote? When then? did you write it? What- I wrote on March 11th. This so is this recent? Is, yeah, this is oh, pretty recent. Oh, my boss probably responded. No, 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 I didn't get a response, but it said, hi, I'm a comic from New York City, and I host comedy shows weekly in Manhattan. You guys should follow me around. This would be an amazing show. Happy to speak on the phone. Ted. I love it. That's a quick elevator <laughs> yeah. pitch. You said. Yeah, they didn't respond, but, you know, whatever. I figured, like, if I just sent out enough of those, whatever. And then, in general, like, that's how um, I get to know a lot of people. Oh, yeah, I do, ma- I do like, manifesting shit all the time. Yeah. Like, that's why, I, like, people at first, when I've had a few conversations with people after they get to know me, they're like, oh, wow, she's such a nice girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she's not as obnoxious. But I always, like, drop everything, even if it's something small on the internet, because then people are like, what is she working on? I want to work with her. I want to yeah. do this. And I'm like, well, so it just adds to, like, the... The everyone's work like we're all. It's well, you're so very many. personable. Yeah, I'm so nice. So, but um, I remember that there was a time when you were talking about zodiac signs a lot, oh, and yeah. then you told me that you were done doing I'm that. But now are you back it. on it? Oh, you're moving it depends, away. It, it depends. Like if people talk about it, I'll give them the. You don't have all this information. We talked about this. You're a Gemini. Yeah, and I'm a Scorpio. And you're a Scorpio. Yes, and I get along with you. Yes, we get along well. Yeah, but you're like October. No, November. November thirteenth. Okay, interesting. And you're what, January, June, June 15th. 15th? Yeah, June 15th. Okay. I mean, I'm look, I'm trying my best here, Ted. I'm doing Scorpios. <laughs> I'm actually doing a podcast after this with another Scorpio. Oh, really? Her name is Sam. Okay, right? nice. And she's, it might be your moon sign or Name something. job, what does that mean? Like, we're like, all, like, like, it's our time? No, maybe, no? like, your emotion, the way that you are emotionally. Like, oh. I vibe with you. Okay, because yeah. in general, like, uh, Gemini... Uh, partners though like girls I haven't gotten uh, no. along with but it, males I do yeah. male Geminis and like, also girls who are Geminis who I don't have like a relationship that's what with. I'm saying like we're gonna be great friends yes yeah but if it were dating absolutely like yeah, it, it would work for a little bit but then I'd get possessive and then what would you do I'd be crazy <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be like mean a little bit this know, has happened to me before so I know how it works mean guys. yeah that's how Gemini girls are to Scorpio men because Scorpio men y'all be doing this shit where you just stop acting like you're interested <laughs> No, no, no. I don't know about that. Yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know. Maybe I. Don't That's know. so funny. No, I've dated. A, I've dated actually a few. A few loves of my life have been Scorpios. And did and it I, end okay? I, no, I am. I was traumatized. That's why I started this comedy. Was, was this the Was this the most recent relationship that you were no, telling no, me no, about? No, no this no, was no. a while ago. Yeah, this is like college. Um, so I, d- I dated a football player who was a Scorpio. Where did you go to college? I went to Syracuse. Oh my god! So he was a serious baller. You know, I went to UConn. I, I didn't know you I went to Syracuse. That. That's amazing. My sister I, actually went to Syracuse. Wait, what year too. is she? Um, she 
graduated probably about four years ago. Oh, no. So she's a little bit younger than us. Um, But yeah, actually, I went up to the Carrier Dome for her graduation. And then I was up there like last week visiting my grandpa who lives in DeWitt. Oh, nice. Yeah, so he used to be like a big Syracuse basketball guy. Um, took me to game like yeah. be- football games at the Carrier Dome and yeah. UConn Syracuse, as you know, huge basketball yeah, rivals. Absolutely, so they're super fun. So I should not. Nice. I shouldn't be here because you're Scorpio, and because you went to UConn, you are just going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but by the time I dated him, Syracuse basketball wasn't that good. Oh really? Yeah, he was. He was like they were just coming back. They had switched the coaches or some shit. Okay, well the, the basketball guy's been there for a long time. No, the no. Uh, you Jim mean the Bohan, football? Bohan, Bohan, whatever. Beheim, Jim Beheim. Yeah, Jim Beheim. He's been there forever. He's, yes, he's a certified pillar of the basketball. Yes, community. absolutely. But you're. But he was a football player. You're okay. So he wasn't that. What great. position did he play? Wide receiver. Oh my god! Yeah. So you're just dating the dream guy of Syracuse. I mean, you know, considering was, the basketball team wasn't that good at that no, point. No, he was like string three. Like, he wasn't even going to... He wasn't playing? He was not going to play. Did he, like, try and play pro ball he, he, in Canada or something? No, no. He I he ended up playing, like, one... I remember one game he played, and I went to that game. I was like, look at him on TV. <laughs> you paint your face with the S? I did. I had, like, a half... <laughs> I, baby, I when I believe in a cause, I believe in a cause. You and all I, your girls? Yeah, I had half blue, half orange. Yes. Yeah, and I used the rest of that paint later that year to be Mystique for Halloween. Oh, okay, so nice. So I went all blue. Good double combo. Yeah, How was... cold is it up there? Oh, my gosh. It's freezing. Gosh. Where'd yeah. you grow up in initially, though? I live. I grew up here in Harlem, Washington Heights. Oh, okay, so you're, like, used yeah. to the cold. But it's, it's a different type of cold. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, really... it's so cold, I didn't even feel nothing. Like, probably, I think it's probably, like, 10 degrees colder at yeah. any given time during the winter. So yeah. you grew up in Washington Heights. Mm-hmm. Where'd you go to high school? Um, environmental studies. Okay, is so that like around in the Bronx? 50, 50 something street. No. Is it across from John Jay? I went to a professional children's school. Wait, children or performing arts? No, not the PPA. Wait, why would they professional put you, children? What the fuck is professional children? So I used to play tennis very seriously, and okay. I went to um, for high school, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade. I went to professional children's school to become more serious of a tennis player. So okay. if I needed to leave on a Thursday and go down to Florida for a tournament for the weekend, they would send me um, the homework. And if yeah. I needed to take a test, I take it on the Thursday instead of the Friday or the Monday oh, when you, I came back. Okay, so I just had treatment. sure exactly. Okay. So I just had like a lenient schedule. Okay. Okay. And that's why I went to professional children's school, which is around the corner from John Jay. Oh, well, I was a few blocks away. So you were on 55th between 56th, what? 56th. I don't know. We were, bet- we were between Columbus and Amsterdam. So that's like yeah. right there. No, I was on the other side. Columbus west west and- side? I was like by, I don't know, 10th Ave, 9th Ave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Columbus and Amsterdam. Yeah. It's like right around. I think Columbus and Amsterdam probably starts like right yeah. above um, 55th Street. Yeah. There are a ton of schools in that area. MLK, no, yeah, 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 LaGuardia, yeah, yeah. PPAS. Beacon, That's yeah. funny. I got rejected yeah, from PPAS. Okay. Yeah, what and LaGuardia. So what were you trying to do when you were getting into those schools? Acting or singing? I, I can't sing. Okay. I can act. Well, well, you actually, can I, fool I, a lot I, of people wait, with wait, you singing, wait, right? You look like Rihanna over here. Oh, that. We'll actually, talk about that later, though. Actually, I can't. I can't act. That's why I didn't get into oh, the school. Oh, okay. But now you could potentially sing, maybe. No, I mean, I could yeah, lip sing. Okay, I could lip sync the shit out of a song. Thank you. Yes. But um, I think now with stand up, I'm able to like be in roles now. So like, yeah. I'll do like a, a sketch or whatever. I'm like, oh, I, I could do this, you know. Learn lines day of. So you're killing it recently at the yeah. stand. You're hosting I mean, a ton of shows I'm, I'm each month, the and then comedians. I I'd agree. <laughs> and then you're also in the lineup on house shows, and then you're on producer shows as well. Mm-hmm. Ted Jones Comedy Show, hopefully April twelfth. Yeah. We'll, I'll be there. We'll get you back let in the mix. Well, we got to check your schedule. <laughs> <laughs> um, but when did you start getting a ton of gigs where your um, calendar filled up? You know, between like thirty and forty gigs um, a month. 
I think so. The first two years of stand up, I, I was doing the whole like, hey, book me, book me, book me. I still do that. Like, I still reach out to people like, hey, book me. But some of the times people like don't end up look, looking at your shit. But Wait, I, oh, you send like a little teaser at, or the, be- at the beginning of the month. I'm like, hey, I would like to do your show. Like I, I have like an Excel sheet of like shows I want to do or whatever. So I have on my list. I'm like, I'll reach out to this person, whatever. Smart. Um, but yeah, the first two years I wasn't I, my goal. My first year was like, oh, I want to do like 30 shows this year. It was such a cute goal. I'm like, mm-hmm. look, I look back at my spreadsheet. I, so I met like each year I show the number of shows I did. So the first year in comedy, I did 30 shows. So you just wanted to do one every other week. But I didn't know. I didn't know. Like, the thing about doing shows, and I always tell this to people, it's like, it's important, yeah, to be out there, right? Like, all the time. But it's like, what is the um, intention behind that stage time, right? Like, if you're going to do it, like, are you learning a new skill? Are you you meeting people? Like, what is the the learning lesson? So, I mean, for me this year, I was like, I just want to be up um, five times, four, once a week, maybe twice a week. But I get so many requests. So I'm You're like, talking about this year? Well, this year I was just trying to take it back. I was trying to take a step back because I really wanted to work on the writing part of so my So you job. went from 30 your first year? I went year. to 30 to like 200 to 300 to now. I'm pretty much booked every day. Uh-huh. Yeah. But what I'm saying is that I was in the first two years, I was doing a lot of like manual reaching out. And then now it's kind of like people reach out to me. Beautiful. But we're in a good place in comedy because now there's so many like producer. There's so many shows so you don't have to just be at the club. I did, this is my first time. This is like the first two, like the first year and a half that I started doing club shows. So before I was just doing, I was just all over. I was doing bar shows, young, everywhere. So besides the stand, where are you a lot? Well, I do the New York New Comedy, Comedy Club. Club. Yeah. I've seen you there, yes. Yeah, and I'm trying to do. So my goal is, I always have like, um, you know, like when you went to, I don't know, in high school, if your guidance counselor was like, you should have reached schools. And you should have, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, the and worst. Every year I have like, these are my safety schools for sure locked in. These are, and I have reach like goals. So my reach goal this year was to just be on the stage at the cellar. I just and, wanna, you, and that and, happened. And that's why I tell people, you got to write your goals out. Because yeah. like shit happens. Because you start, ma- these are your goals. We see all this stuff. I've oh, talked to you guys goals? before on the podcast about all the stuff I have in the apartment. I thought those are recipes. I just have, if you want, if you want to sec- take a second to stand up and look at all that, I, you can absolutely do that. I'm but like, yeah, I'm I just have, I have, I have all words and stuff. And then also before I leave the apartment, I got little notes there. But oh, yeah, that's all so cute. over are they the affirmations? place. All over the place. Like, yeah, love yeah, yeah. Yourself, oh, fuck yeah. what everyone thinks yeah, about yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, it's not. They're goals that mean that. Okay. You know, okay. who knows you? Um, yeah. Be that guy. Who knows you? You know what I mean? Literally. But who know? Who knows you? That's the that's the point of the thing. What who you, knows you? It's not you know oh, who you, you know. You, who knows you? Like who knows you? You know, that's an important part than you knowing other people. It's who knows oh. you? Who knows Glory Mora? You I know, thought it was sliding I it was, the DM. I thought it was more like who knows you more than you. That's also true. Okay. That's two and one. Okay, That's okay. like me yeah. when I go vegan. Ooh. People are like, why are you vegan? I'm like, well, because of my health, for the animals, yeah. and for the planet. Wow, three, three and one. Wow. Three and one. But you know I'm vegan as a No, man. no, we, I know. We, we spoke about, about that. This. Yeah. And we were talking about how you we got to change the diet a little bit just for some fun. Yes. Like just to ask Yes. I'm happy you said that because a lot of people get concerned when they hear I just eat chickpeas and beans out of the can. Because I'm just a simple guy. Food is not, I know people do get like a lot of pleasure out of food. I don't get so much pleasure out of food. I just get pleasure out of just like Are you in your smoking 20s or weed, your 30s? eating an iced coffee, eating an iced coffee. Nice. I'm 30 and a half. 
Okay, because I don't know what the shift happened, but at one point I was like, I really love food. Like, I love the experience of food. It doesn't have to be, I just like the experience. Do you like anything in particular, like Dominican food in general? No, I mean, I like everything. I'm just fucking hungry all the time now. I just don't know. (laughs) I think it was a pandemic. Okay. Yeah. So this was great because I left my apartment today. So I'm going to knock everything out. I'm going to return that Zara outfit that didn't fit. I'm going to do two podcasts. I went to work. I knocked it all in one day because I'm not leaving my house tomorrow. I like Zara. Yeah. I probably said that shit wrong. I keep saying Zara wrong. What did you say? Zara. Zara. Yeah. <laughs> Zara. <laughs> well, yeah, Zara. Yeah. Zara. Zara. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. I like to sometimes, depending what show it is, I like to like dress up for some of the shows. So, that, you know, because then the internet is so important in your career now, and I hate all my photos. Okay. Yeah, I'm probably going to hate this video. No, you're absolutely going to love it. The color is good. You okay. guys are loving it. By the way, okay. Spotify, if you guys didn't notice, you're listening on Spotify right now. Yes, we have video on Spotify. Very exclusive. Oh, you, you see Glory Mora there. Yeah, not a lot of people have it. It's very exclusive. Wow. Very fired up about that. Thank like you, Spotify. That. Yeah. Um, but yes, we also have this on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all over the place. Okay. Anywhere you guys listen to podcasts, you guys are listening to this podcast. But okay, getting dressed up before a show, I like that. It depends what show. I can't do it for all the shows. Okay. I can't do it for all the shows. It's too much energy. Well, when you're putting on um, one specific outfit, you could be in that outfit for five shows that night, no? Yeah, but usually I'll do it for like a big, like a milestone. Like when I opened up for Ida and Caroline's. A few yes. Years, I'm like, that's the, the milestone. I right. need to... You know, have that moment. How much time did you do on the show? Maybe like fifteen minutes. Okay, nice. And then, be- and then I hosted in between. And yeah. you did, did, you did more than one show. I did like three shows that weekend. Three shows, nice. Yeah. yeah. So it's also nice to see. Like, I think that there's different levels to comedy. Like, sure. there's different grinds at the moment. So it's like right now we're in the like I want to get book grinds, but then one day it's gonna be like oh I have to like do headlining grinds and. There's so many different types of grinds. I think people sometimes have a hard time setting goals. So they look at other people like, oh, they're having such a great time in comedy. I'm like, some of it is a lie. Thank you, because a lot of my friends don't believe in me. So I have to pretend that I'm doing well until it starts happening. Mm-hmm. Well, also, so, I was I was yeah. talking with um, another comic previously about how so many of the gigs, uh, for the most part, when you're doing bar shows are just not paid. You know, yeah. like, oh, yeah, I like a lot of shows when you're doing house shows, or you're doing producer shows yeah. at comedy clubs. Those yeah. are paid. But they're just like a ton, even in New York City, that are just not paid. Well, I like to. Well, for the most part, sometimes I get, I get surprised when I get paid. I just forget. I'm like, oh, my God, this is paid. Yeah, because I'm just I'm very frazzled right now. You know, there was a time when I was living off of comedy. So I was following up. That was really good, you know. But now, you know, after the pandemic, I was able to get a full... I had to get a full-time job because the pandemic, I wasn't doing comedy. And then... But my job is super flexible. So I'm, like, grateful for that. Um, So now I'm just, like... It depends what show it is and who is asking, right? Like, for me, I have a rule. If you're not in the comedy community, you better not come to me trying to, like, rip me off for some, like cheap ass show you know what i'm saying like if you're like an like i'm saying like if you're a book like you're not in the comedy community right like there are people that put shows together and they're like oh i want to book comics and they don't really know what they're doing and they try to rip us off and it's like i i have to have boundaries but if it's like my friend then it's like sure like i don't i don't care like i'm gonna be here for all my friends but then there's other shows where it's like you're selling tickets so like you should be paying comics yeah. i don't know like every show has a unique situation to it i don't like to it depends it depends it's a weird conversation. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, I mean, if somebody, is, in my opinion, if somebody is selling tickets, I mean, they have to pay. No, the yeah, but That's there are like, people that the, have the like hundred percent. Yeah, there's just some people have not, and I also think for me is an energy thing, right? Like I produce shows too, and I'm like, 
I want to make sure people come to my show. They feel taken care of, right? Like as much as I can from that moment, I'll get you their photos. I'll pay you as much as I can. I want to make sure you have your drinks. Like I'm a very, I think comedy is very about hospitality as well. So that's the way I like to treat people. So I like, I think it's a karma thing too. So I've been lucky enough where people like they respect me and they, they pay me whatever, even if it's like 20 bucks, whatever. Sometimes I get paid $10, like whatever. It adds up on Venmo. It adds up. I'm just saying. No, yeah, especially when you're doing five sets a night, for sure. Yeah, it adds up. So it's like, I also think how much money you want to make is also a goal that you have to set out for yourself, too. So I'm like, all right, so I want to make $1,000 a month through comedy. I know that half of these shows are going to be paid by the club or, like, a producer. But why only 1000 Well, it was, like, a small... So small why won't you make it 10000 Off of performing? Yeah. Set? I don't know if the comedy economy... Can do that. I don't know. I don't know. Potentially, like, what happens if you start headlining though? You, well, they want that, you to headline three dates in upstate New York. But that's I can you know tally out to that. I hear you, but I also feel like it also depends like where you feel like you are. Um, I don't know. Like right now, I feel like I'm just I want to get past like clubs. Like that's where. Well, that's how much how much time do you feel you're comfortable on stage I could giving do right now? Like thirty, you know, thirty, thirty, forty five. If they paying well, I could okay, always you could do forty five. I could always do a lot. It depends what the budget is and who's asking. I could do anything, you know, but I, I, I've had people approach me like agents. Like I want to do tours. I want to do stuff with you. I'm like, I need to figure out first. I need, I think it's important to have your personal foundation set. Is that crazy? What do you mean by that? Like, I just need to make sure I feel good about life outside of comedy. Totally. Yeah. I don't think people, I don't think people worry about that enough. Yeah, I, I feel like I about have a to, good balance. Yeah. Because comedy, I give a lot to comedy. So I'm like, if I'm going to spend 80 hours here a week, I need to at least make sure, like, I feel like my home is good, like, my body is good, and that I have a routine, and then I could do every, I could give comedy everything. I know it's weird, because some people really look at that like, oh, that's, you should be at comedy 24-7. I'm like, I can't give to this, um, to this craft if I don't feel good. Absolutely. So I need, it's a mental a, thing. Yeah, so there's a lot of things that I want to work through this year before I'm like, okay, I could go on tour, and I could ask for all this money. But again, I just think it's also at different levels, right? When I first started, I'm not asking, I wasn't asking to get paid at all because I'm like, I need to get stage time, right? But now it's like, I have a few credits. I know for a fact that I'm funny. At first, I was, you know, working Yeah, on she some, is right, funny. Right, 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 funny. Right. She actually is. At first, you're working on some jokes, like, oh no, I'm funny. And then after a while, like, you hear enough. I'm like, I know that I'm funny, so you're not like wasting money on me, booking me. So now I'm like, I can ask for money, but people make you feel bad for asking for money sometimes. Really? Yeah, like one time I put, I was angry that day because I had did a show where I was the only woman on the lineup, and I found that I got paid the least. Oh, that's Which, fucked. Yeah. Wait, how many guys were on the show? There was like four other guys, but the reason why I took the spot was, I, it was, I didn't have it, it wasn't like a booked spot. It was like a, somebody dropped out, so they needed me to fill in, mm -hmm. and the person that dropped out told me they were paying $200. So I'm like, absolutely, I'm going. But then when I got there, the booker was like, yeah, we changed things around. We're going to give you 50. And I'm already here. I'm like, okay, that sounds a little bit like fucked up. Well, how did the question, how did the um, conversation start between the person who you were replacing and you, though? Like, the well, person she was, was like, hey, oh, I can't. She's like, you she wanted... had COVID. She couldn't do it. Yeah. She's like, I'm getting paid $200. It's a $200 gig. So, like, girl, I'm in there. Okay, <laughs> you know? like, absolutely. Yeah. But then when I got there, the booker, you know, he didn't know me. Like, I'm in a weird place where it's like, not a weird place. I think it's a great place to be. Where a lot of, if you're in the community, you know who I am. Yes. But I'm still not really well known. So I could still, some people be like, oh, she's a girl. She's doing comedy. I'm going to give her $50. And that's the energy that I was getting. I don't like that. I'd be mad too. Right. I really hate that. Yeah. So the next day I had, I put a post. I was like, especially because I live really far. So I'm like, if I'm leaving my bubble. And the comedy club you went to was not in the bubble. 
No, it was on the other side. It was like, because I am I obviously grew up uptown, and I know the Bronx, but it was on some other part of the Bronx that I had never been to before. I was like, this shit was far. But it was, it was just like, a lot of people in Brooklyn like will hit me up to do shows. I'm like, if this shit is, I need to, because then what ends up happening is I end up in Brooklyn at like midnight. I'm not taking the train. I end up spending like $80 for an Uber. Uh. So I'm like, the least you could do is like cover a, a stipend or like a, you know, offsets on my cost. Yes. But some people took that as offensive. Like, who the fuck do you think you are asking to get paid? We've gone through all these things in comedy. I'm like, so I get, I totally get it. As an artist, it's important. I, I think it's part of like the narrative that we have to struggle to like be great. And I, I promise you, I've struggled, but I'm tired. And I feel like it, the least you could do is like at least, you know, I don't know, like make sure that I'm taken care of when I go over there because I'm doing something. Have you felt you've been treated unfairly? I mean, besides that, that's pretty bad. Um, I, you know what it is, Ted? I think that some people, they, everyone produces shows differently. So it's not like I've ever been treated like, Ted, like everyone I feel like respects me. And I think that's a great place to be. Yeah. But I think some people don't, I always say like, it's more like a skill set. Like they don't understand like, you know, the importance of making people feel good when they come to your, they're coming to your production. You created this thing. You know, when I came here, you say, I mean, make sure you got some water, whatever you need. Like, you you created this thing. So it's like, you're bringing me into your world. Like, make me feel comfortable, you know, into Ted Jones' world. You know, make me feel. But that's just me. And I re- and I realize as I'm, I'm about to be 32 this year, you can't expect you from everybody. So I'm, I'm okay. Like, sometimes it's fine. I'm like, you know, that's a lesson somebody else has to learn. But then people were talking, they were talking mad shit about me, which is that kind of like good because people were talking about me. But it's also like, then people stopped booking me. They stopped booking me for shows in Brooklyn. They're like, I thought you didn't come to Brooklyn. That's not what I said. I said, pay me $50 to leave the borough. Yeah. <laughs> well, but it makes sense. Well, I mean, especially when you're making, racking up a lot of money, especially when you're doing multiple shows yeah. at a place like The Stand. You know, yeah. Brooklyn is far from Washington Heights. That's got to be at least an hour to get there. It's an hour. Maybe even more. And it's also like on the train that I, w- that I take earlier that, earlier, I think last year, they were like killing people on the train. And I'm like, uh, if I'm going to be out here... <laughs> Let's make sure I get at least $50, you so, know? So your favorite comedy club right now, you'd say The Stand? Stand is home base. Yes. They gave my first Agreed. chance. Uh-huh. I love being there. It's very on brands for Gloria Lee. Yeah. Yeah. This Absolutely. is this is not a fact, Gloria Lee, so I look crazy. Uh, <laughs> um, it's I love being there. I yeah. have such a great time. I feel like I have seen my growth as a comic. Just, you know. You know, and it's interesting because when I first started there, I feel like, oh, my God, like, Maybe, I don't know, like, maybe I'm not good enough. Yeah, everybody feels like that. It doesn't matter, right? But then I started, and I, I just started going up so much. I'm like, yo, I think I'm really good. <laughs> and I used to be, like, I used to be really scared of the main room. And now I'm like, yo, I don't give a fuck. It, it's it's scary when, especially because the stand has a lot of, like, white um people that go there, right? So I'm like this Dominican chick, black Latina. I'm like, what if they don't like my content? Or what if they feel like, I, I don't know, like, People have preconceived notions, right? So I'm like, I at first I was nervous about that because I'm like, I, I'm just doing comedy. I think I'm great. But I think what ended up happening was like they all love me. Like they're like, oh, my God. Like after the show, like I love you. So I did have that fear of like what if like, you know, they just they reported me to the stand for not liking me or something like that. Um, but I have had a really great experience there. And I know it sounds crazy, but it's just like. It's a lot of people. I'm like, wow, there's like a lot of white people here. But I've always like, <laughs> right. But I've always navigated a lot of different spaces. Like all of my friends are so diverse. Everyone's like, I've been in a lot of different spaces. 
So sometimes when like I'll do a joke, I think people will be like, "How did she know that?" I'm like, "Bitch, I worked, went to school with like a ton yeah, of white like, girls in Syracuse. Syracuse. I have the whole corporate experience. A lot of my jokes are just me venting about my corporate experience, and then the white people are like, "I love this." I'm like, "Baby, you part of the problem." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I had fears of that when I first started, but I also have fears when I do my own rooms, my own cultural rooms. Like, am I representing the culture good enough? Am I funny enough? So I think everyone feels like some kind of like imposter syndrome in comedy. And then your peers, you know, being at the stand, every everybody feels like they should be the person, right? Like, I think every comic feels like, why not me a little bit? Some, I think some, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong, Ted. But I think some comics be like, okay. Like, maybe you have a barometer for people that you, I wouldn't say compare yourself to, but like, we're in the same kind of like category. Like, why, you know, why is what's working for this person? What's working for that? And I think being at the stand was, I know that I got a lot of people like glory, but it's like, maybe not Ted, maybe, I mean, I know a lot of people have a few, I want to say haters, mm-hmm. but people look at me and they think, they think they had, they project onto me so much. Right. But they probably were like, you know, talking shit, like, you know, people are getting past, right? Like why not them, whatever. And, um, sometimes I did get imposter syndrome about that. Like what if people were talking negatively about me? I don't know. Am I overthinking? I'm a Gemini. Yeah, you are overthinking that. Okay. Well, I think for the most part, anytime I've seen you at the stand, you're holding court. Absolutely. Everybody loves you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And especially, yeah, but you're right. Like crowd members will come up to you after the show. Oh my God, They I all love come you. up to me. And what? I feel bad because my name is so hard to spell. So they can, ne- <laughs> they can never find me on Instagram. When did you um, start doing a bunch of uh, spots at the stand? Has it been like since the pandemic? October. October. Yeah, so it feels like I've been there for a year, but yeah, I've only been it does there for like, like six months. But well, I'm there like every day. Yeah, that's what I mean. And also, yeah. like even when I don't have spots and I'm just hanging out there, it looks like you're there. Yeah, like, yeah. Almost, almost all, all the yeah. time. I'm there a lot, so I'm, it feels like I've been there for a year. I have, like two different kinds of sides of me come out in different rooms, or okay. it could be any room, right? Like yesterday, I did the knitting factory, and I noticed like a whole different side of me came out. I don't know why. Maybe it was the, the glitter in the back. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was just, I was having a good time. I was having a really good time. Um, but yeah, I forgot we, were, we talked about like goal. What are your goals, Ted? Like, we'll talk about interesting. Your, yeah, interesting. because I'll talk about, a little bit about me. Yeah. Well, um, so this, for the moment, I retired, mm. I'm putting that in air quotes, from my dad's company in May. May 1st, Wait, I stopped you're leaving working. Your dad? No, I already did. Did you I quit? Did. I retired. That was, I quit, yes. Okay. So um, I was a property manager for him. Uh, basically, would be running around to buildings, making sure, you know, rent's paid, everything is fine, um, you know, mechanically wise, whatever. I was doing that for six and a half years. And throughout the six and a half years, I was, I was taking uh, classes at UCB. Mm. I was doing a little bit of stand up here and there. Really not much. Maybe I would get on stage like once every two months, something like oh, that. Yeah, if yeah, it was yeah. like an industry room or something. Um, and then I started to get really serious about stand up when I like retired from my dad's company, which was the beginning of May last year. We did a show at Asylum NYC that mm. went super well. And I just like made me more confident in doing my vlogs and doing the podcast and um, just working in like the corporate environment for so yeah. long, I really had so much experience and I knew that like, okay, I know that my career in terms of being this property manager and working for my dad, my career is going to plateau until one day, maybe 10 years from now. Okay, now it's my company. Yeah. So it was just something that I did not want to wait around mm. for and doing comedy and doing the podcast was just um, something that I was so passionate about. And then um, once I stopped working at my dad's company, like May 1st, that's when I really got involved uh, with the vlogs. So, um, ideally I think that I just want to continue my career through doing these comedy shows, through doing the podcast, through doing the vlog. 
And um, I think just gaining, you know, a bigger following, having great people on the podcast like you who will bring in, um, you know, a great group of listeners, whatever that is. But uh, I think just continue continuously moving forward to having more people know my name. Who okay. knows you? I mean, I yeah, I, you have that on the way out. So that's important. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that like, and that's also the other thing. Like, I think people always feel like, oh, I feel like there's always so much comparing that's happening. It's like everyone's on their own journey, right? Like, so the reason why I was kind of like aggressive when I first started stand up, everyone's on their own journey, right? Because I had to pay rent. I was like, I need to, I need to at least, um, I wasn't like, um, depending on comedy money. I was, I was depending on like the production money. So I was making a lot of money producing shows because you don't have a marketing background. So I'm, I'm putting these shows together. Like what the fuck is this girl that just came into comedy and just sold out a hundred people show? I'm like, I came in and I'm like, why are everyone's flyers ugly? Like, let's fix this, you know? So I, I feel like I kind of expedited some of my journey, like a, a bit of my journey. But people, some I don't know, like I just get a lot of feedback, like, oh, you're doing too much. You're calling yourself a legend. I'm like, guys, I didn't know calling myself a legend was going to be a problem. It was supposed to be a joke. But some people miss the joke. Because, no, I like it. Yeah, because the joke is like, who the fuck do you think you are to call yourself a legend? I'm like, well, we're all going to die one day. Like, I'm a fucking legend. Because, you know, I'm a living legend. So in doing, you know, comedy shows and then are you going to start a podcast or what? A lot of people have been asking me. Yeah, but I, I've I just, asked you that before, I it's think. It's a lot of work. It is. I used to have a podcast with my friends. Uh -huh. But it's a lot of work. Like editing. I'm a I'm an overthinker. So after we do this podcast, I am going to ask to listen to it. Yeah. So cut before we out. cut the <laughs> Well, I mean, the good thing about this podcast, we haven't said anything inappropriate. No, and it's, sure. and it's been flowing. The main yeah. um, edits I'll do, which I'll do right now, you guys are watching on YouTube. I'll do the zoom in when I'm talking and then I'll do zoom out and then I'll do zoom in and glory. So like that will take a lot of time. Okay. And my vlogs take a lot of time. It's really full time job. The no, shit I'm a, doing right now. So but you have to love it. I love it. Yeah. And I was blessed enough to work in my daddy's company for six yeah. and a half years. So I have had the ability to save some money over that time right. and um you know just moving forward as you said just to um continue on that um i love doing this i love the vlog and i love producing the comedy shows yeah. i meet great people um great comics and i meet so many people just doing that yeah. reaching out through dms whatever out. yeah yeah shows, yeah it was a vibe. um so it, it's been great you know and, and as you know at stand whatever it's all over the place or other shows that um we're doing comedy night with ted jones whatever you really never know how many people people are going to come out yeah. But the more I do shows, the more content. I mean, it's only going to continue to no, yeah, snowball, yeah, yeah. I believe. Every Look, everything. I, I feel like it's going to sound really weird. Other thing happens for a reason. And I think from every production, you learn something or you meet somebody. Like, I'll always meet somebody after a show like this. Some people, it's their first comedy show. Like, wow, this was amazing. I'm like, and it, it's just like a, it's a crazy experience. So like, I love producing shows. I'm going to keep doing it. And I think, like, when I start taking my act on the road, it's going to be great. Like, it's not going to just be comedy. It's going to be like a whole experience. What kind of experience do you have in mind? I don't know. Like, it's just going to be just like vibe. Like, you're in my fucking house. Like, it's going to be a vibe. Like, I just, and I also think like comedy is so much fun. So sometimes I'm like, why is this the funnest thing on earth? Like, so dry. Yeah. Let's add some music. You Absolutely. know, let's turn it up. You're really in for a treat when you do um, my show. Have you seen Dr. Brick? Do you know about Dr. Brick? I don't know that. You is. don't know Dr. Brick? Okay, yeah. so if you guys have been to a Ted Jones comedy show before, Comedy Night with Ted Jones, you'll know that Dr. Brick is in the corner beatboxing the whole show. So instead of music I in between that. comics, so Dr. Brick will come on in the beginning of the show. Um, and be like, what's up, guys? Everything you're about to hear is made by the human male. 
love that. <laughs> I'll do that for five minutes. Yeah. Give it up for your ho- the host of the Ted Jones World Podcast, Ted Jones Vlog. Ladies and gentlemen, Ted Jones. Woo, woo. Come out. Talk to break. Nice work. Boom, boom, boom. I do 15 minutes I on love top that you have 12 to 15. You're ready to go. Let's go. Um, so whatever, do 12 yeah. to 15 minutes up top. Bring out the next six to seven comics, whatever. They're doing 10 to 12 minutes, something like that. Maybe guest spot in there doing seven minutes. And in between comics, which I've noticed sometimes when I don't have Dr. Brick, and if you're listening, Dr. Brick, this is where you're very valuable, is from um, my set to the next comic, to the comic after that, to comic after that. If it's not like a big production at a theater or something, chances are there's not music in between oh, each yeah, comic, yeah, unless yeah. you have somebody on the DJ booth, which yeah. is doesn't always happen. Like at the stand, there's not somebody at the yeah. DJ booth. So you kind of rely on the loud cra- claps oh, yeah, yeah, in between. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Onika, like when she hosts, she's like, okay, clap it up, clap, 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 clap. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. she does the wave. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, great. Yeah, I love yeah. it when she does that. But like, if you're not doing something between um, the comic being in the back coming on stage it mm. tends to get a little bit of quiet a little quiet so yeah. dr brick like please bring out glory more yeah. i don't like the awkward silence yeah and there's none yeah. there's none there um yeah. which is great and i think uh the energy is really what i look to yeah. uh bring forth when i put together these comedy shows yeah. you it's know good cool. energies it's a cute vibe. Yeah. It's a vibe. It's cool. Yeah. I saw you. When were you there? You were there um, like there a month ago. February the March show. Something. The March has been long. Was March? Yeah. March has been that long? Yeah. No, it was, I think it was end of February. Because I, I think I remember that show. Okay. Potentially. You came with your glasses. It How well? Like, do you have contacts? Yeah, I can't see. I glasses. have contacts. What yeah. number are you? I'm One, not, two, like three. Negative three. Six. 6.60. <laughs> oh, man. That's pretty good. Are you going to get LASIK surgery? My doctor said that everyone at some point needs reading glasses, so there's no point of getting LASIK. But negative six is, is bl- tough. I mean, I haven't been able to see for a long time. It's a little too late now. So my, <laughs> you yeah. can get it done. So my dad had really, really bad eyes. Like he couldn't even see the um, alarm clock when he was like 15 years old right in front of oh, him. Wow. He got LASIK surgery and now he just needs reading glasses. But he said it was like life changing. And I have really? half as bad eyes as you and I could potentially see myself doing it. They apparently have these new drops I'm that, scared. Um, Even have been fixing about it. eyes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, drops fixing eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to send it to you. I've talked about it here on the podcast. I might, like, need, I might need that. Yeah, so instead of, um, it's in trial right now, but like I think it just like strengthens your cornea. It's also crazy that we were born with bad eyes. No, I can't like, see what? shit every Why? morning. I, like, I don't understand. Every other sense is great on everybody. Just the, the, your hearing goes out mm. when you're 60, but your eyes, no, you I'm can good. be five years old and you can't see anything. I couldn't see shit for a long time. Yeah, I mean, they didn't know that your like family didn't know that you had bad no, eyes. No, I've been having I have had glasses since like second grade. Mm-hmm. I've been made fun of since second grade. Oh, okay, why? Well, probably you... since can I couldn't speak English when I first started. Oh yeah. my gosh, so, you don't have a lick of an accent because now my Spanish is bad. Oh, see, yo hablo español un poco, no mucho. That's Ted back and bitches. In yeah, two let's go, bro. <laughs> Spanish four, baby. <laughs> Speaking no. of bagging bitches, as you said, I have really not spent so much time since. I mean, I retired from my dad's company with any ladies of any any really? sort. Yeah, you're lying. I'm not. You're, you're I have not. not. No, I swear. I swear, Gloria. I've been on one date, and I have a bit about this date. So, ooh, if you guys ooh, hear ooh. this after this, I want to ask you a question. If you guys yeah. hear this on stage, laugh. Okay, I'm so <laughs> so um, I was about to go on a date with this girl. We matched on a dating app. I saw the show that she was on, this Netflix show, in oh, her she, bio. Was she she had the she was on a reality show on okay. Netflix, so Love I saw it. 
watch the entire first. I can't say the show because then you know exactly who it is. Oh, Not Love Is Blind, but a very specific show. Mm-hmm. Um, so watch the full first season, the and then I, <laughs> and then I went on a date with her. I had to pretend like I knew nothing about her the whole day. That was the one time I've been on a date since. I mean, I went with drinks with a girl in Miami, whatever. But I've seen her before. That was the only date I've gone on in New York in the past almost year, eleven months. So, but at least, you know, one day that's going to happen to you, Ted, and someone's going to know your entire life and act like they don't know you at dinner. Yeah, that's very true. I listened yeah. to his entire podcast. Yeah, I've been, I've been a, a yeah. You're so right. So I don't even feel bad about yeah. doing that, okay? People do that to me all the time. I'm like, I never told you that. How do you know that? Or like they watch the vice on your profile, yeah. like what I did. You, there you, you know, go. No, but sometimes like I'll post things that I think nobody ever looks at, and then somebody will say it in real life. Yeah. Like, okay, this that is That happens creepy. to me too. I don't like yeah, 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 yeah. But I mean, if this person was a public figure, you also want to make sure you're cool. So you don't want to be like, yeah, I saw you on TV, I'm a fan, because... I don't like when, when people get, yeah, I don't like fan energy. Like when people are like, you do comedy, that's so amazing. I'm like, I'm also a regular person. But also if they're hitting on you, that's like, that's yeah. extremely weird. No. It could be a turn off. Yeah. And then like the guys have the same five lines. Like, I'm funny too. Oh, Shut yeah. The fuck or up. tell me a joke. Yeah. That, Shut Right. But like they want to, <laughs> sometimes, and I feel bad because my family and my friends will do this, right? Like I have a long week and they want to know about comedy, which is a natural thing to do. But I'm exhausted. I want to just be here and not talk to you guys about comedy. I want to be, I want to talk about fruits. It's also the most interesting thing at a dinner table. No, it is. Always. Like almost 100% of the time, time. nobody does anything more interesting than comedy. Yeah. And people know what you do. You know, you're at a table, you're like, wait, what? What do you do? You work in whatever the shit you're doing? Right. And that, but why is, I wonder why that is. Like people are really fascinated by comedians. They are. Well, because people, that's one job I think that people really can't see themselves doing or they'll shake in their freaking boots. Like acting, yes. You give somebody a script. Okay, give me five minutes. I'll see how great I can do this here. Okay, improv. Maybe I can go on there and make shit up. I can do well. Stand up. I have to stand there for 10 minutes and do lines that I've memorized for how long, you know, to try and make Um, these people laugh. That's intimidating. AF, I feel I like. I can see that. You know what I mean? What were you going to ask me before I spilled oh, the beans on that ask, Netflix why, why date? Why are you single? What happened to your... I just have... I, I feel like I've been making up for pa- lost time. What do you mean Over the past time? year. When I was working, you know, full-time in my dad's company, and I really wasn't focusing so much energy towards comedy, oh. I really feel like that was a large oh, so time in my life. so you now so you could... I, yeah. Up. I mean, going on a date, you know, what am I... I'm drinking on the date. What am I spending? $100 on a date? What am I... That's wasting good. two hours you know what I mean? like it's just it takes up a lot of time and if i'm not super into it i think like i i hesitate i think twice now back you know a couple of years ago i was going on maybe a date a week oh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that and like i just don't see myself having time to do that and you know I, i'd much rather get a good night's sleep or go to somebody else's show Edit the podcast, edit the vlog. Your priorities sleep versus love. <laughs> yeah, well, right now, right now, I'm com- no, I'm, conf- I'm confident that it will come. Yeah, my first two years without um, when I was doing comedy, I always reference the first two years because it was a pre-pandemic. Pandemic kind of changed things a little bit. Okay, like we also yeah, started like having it. a life or not a life. I don't know. It depends. But I wasn't dating for the first two years. So people were like, how are you getting so much done? I'm like, I'm not distracted. I am so clear on my goals. 
And then I started dating, and now I feel like I've gained weight, and I'm moving slow. You're a guy. You're not going to say no, anything. No, no, please. But I feel like I'm moving slower than I would have done because my mind is, like, muddled. Well, that and almost seems natural, though. You know, like, if I were to go out and get a girlfriend, okay, maybe instead of going out and, you know, going to a comedy show that night and meeting a couple cool people that would yeah. have potentially booked me yeah. the next week, okay, I'm going on a date with my girl, coming back, going to sleep early. That, yeah. you know, me, single, straight arrow, didn't happen because mm. of that potential date. So yeah. I'm not, like avoiding it you know with everything that i am giving but like i mean if i'm not into it i'm just not into it i'd rather do something that how could do you potentially know you're into it me. how do you know if a guy is lying to you or if he's really into it you're a scorpio so they're masters yeah, yeah, yeah. Of this. um yeah. i think just general interest you know like if i match with a girl on a dating app you know i'll give like a few lines back and forth but then there's always a time where i can be like oh okay you're giving me too much here on the dating mm. app i don't want to continue to the date Oh, or as shallow as it sounds. Oh, or your Ooh. picture is not as great Ooh. as I've been As the Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't even have a real. Right you don't even have a real. I can't go on a date with you because you don't have a real on your YouTube channel. Next. <laughs> oh, my followers too low. That's also something, you know, like I think I think being a shallow guy in terms of the past year has made my vision more clear in terms of what I want to do specifically. Like I've I've had uh six girlfriends I would consider girlfriends in my life. I've hung out with a ton of different girls in my life and I've had that time I felt. I have you know, for years and I think just like one year straight, I don't know, couldn't be so bad. I'm just, like, focusing on No, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm feeling the same way. I'm like, I kind of want to do two years, like, without... But these years fly by. They're flying by. Because I, I was um, I was thinking about going back to school, but it was going to be a secret. Yeah, I was going to go back to school and get a master's as a secret. Wow. Yeah. Why, though? Um, what was your thought process in doing that? And I assume you're still... You're not I'm just back. an overachiever. Yeah, so I was going to go You to like that. to do a lot of things. Yeah, I just I I just want to make sure that when the whole package of the legend is packaged, it's like... And she does yeah, that. Yeah, because when people find out shit, like, they're like, wait, you did this and you did that. I'm like, how did... They're like, how did you have to find the time? I'm like, mm-hmm. bitch, I'm an overachiever. Mm-hmm. I'm a fucking genius, you nice. know? I really wasn't gifted and talented when I was younger. I'm, like, smart. Is that so, a school program? Yeah, it's like this program where they, like, put the kids that are, like... I don't even know what the process is. But I wasn't gifted and talented without speaking English. Too. Oh, I was like in the opposite of that, and I spoke English. I got extra time for SATs. You gave me this whole story about you were a star tennis player, but yeah. you just need an extra I was time. Athlete, you know what I mean? <laughs> you I was just like the jock. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, and whatever. It's yeah, fine. It's I don't mind being having an athletic background. I think well, ten, tennis athletic background. I think has helped me um, on stage in terms of feeling comfortable because, oh. like. I mean, it's all you on, on like on the stage, all you in the tennis court, and just being you know so serious about tennis for so many years. Um, I realized that like you know it, it really is all me in terms of like question, career like, choice. Talking about the stage, so when I feel like when you're on stage, what do you want people to leave um, from your set with? Like, also, I've been all over the place. My brain is a little foggy, so my, my I'm all over the place. But, I like that question. Yeah, um, like, what is that experience for Ted Jones? Well, I think when I go on stage, I want people to know that I have the highest amount of energy okay. that, you know, you'll see on stage. Not, not like in terms of like a Jim Carrey, a crazy yeah. character person, wild on stage. But like when you see me go up there, you know that like, oh, this guy doesn't give a shit if like one joke hits or another joke oh, yeah, 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 doesn't yeah, yeah. hit. You know, so 
Um, I think going up there, what's up, guys? Welcome to the stand. What's up? You having a good time? Oh, you right there. What's up? You guys dating? Does he like to be the little spoon? No, I'm what's dead. up? I'm yeah, dead. oh, you over there. What's your favorite WNBA team? Oh, this guy, like, what's he? Where's he coming That's out with all this stuff? Like, yeah. whatever it is. Um, I think it's mostly I want people to come away with, oh, that Ted Jones has great energy. He's yeah. super fun. I want um, I want to bring my girlfriend back to this date. Like, oh, I, maybe I was intimidated looking at him first on the stage, but he talks about how people think he's gay and it's oh funny God, and stuff like that back in the, you know a few Wait, years ago no no i know yeah. but i think that like it's a it's a good thing to have like yeah, i'll yeah. compare myself to um oh yeah people think i'm gay because i'm vegan or people think oh, i'm gay because I, I like the gym or stuff like yeah. that so i'll address yeah, all the qualities. yeah so, <laughs> so i'll address the things up front but i think what i would like people to um take away from from me on stage is um i have extremely good energy Okay. Some of the best energy I think you that you do have good I energy see. as a person. Uh huh. And I think that that and I think that transfers to the stage pretty oh, well. I like that. Yeah, I was gonna say something. Oh, people think I'm a bitch. That's my. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to combat. But why do people think that? You know what, sir? The thing is that I realize as a Gemini, I realize I adapt to people's energy, right? So, like, if you're giving me an energy, I'm gonna give it back to you. So mm. sometimes when I give people the same energy they're giving me. They don't like it. But yeah, I'm that like, just like wouldn't work with people because people sometimes yeah. are just rude. I'm like, I'm literally mimicking you. Like, this is your energy. So people don't like themselves and they blame it on me. <laughs> I'm just like. You're mad at your dad, yeah, not me. Yeah, that's not my problem. <laughs> but I, I also think that like people also project so much, right? Like I went through, again, these two years in comp, the first years were very important because by myself, I was really thinking about like who I wanted to be and really putting things into place of like, I, I was finding, like, um, after I quit my job, I was like, I just don't want to have problems anymore. Like, what is the issue? Why am I having problems? And I'm like, okay, I'm, I put, like, these things. I don't know how to describe it. It's going to sound crazy. But I put, like, these things in my brain of, like, okay, if this happens, it's not a bad day. It's a bad moment. Like, I train myself to, like, see things a little bit more. Like, like if customer service is bad, I'm like, you know what? She's having a bad day. My life is great. This has nothing to do with me. So I think, like, I, I forgot where I was going with this, but the point is that people project onto me, like, why is she so positive? Why is she so happy or whatever? I'm like, we're all going to die. That that was my, um, I had an existential crisis. I'm like, we're literally all going to die. So why am I going to be angry? I'm going to take my day very peacefully. So, yeah, but people just project onto me. I don't know why. I can't describe it. Um, I think a, a good thing, or a, a good good words of advice. I can't remember who said this, but your life is for you it doesn't it's not happening to you it's happening for you oh like, i like that maybe it's like a tony robbins thing you ever get into like, tony robbins i like to, that's that's one of the Love people that are giving out quotes and shit yeah. him, right? <laughs> exactly yeah i got all these books down it's here it's him it's david it's a it's a few people out there you know who i fuck with hey. um some guy maxwell i don't know his, his name he's like a leadership person Comic? No, no. He's just like a, he wrote. A, he wrote a book. He's and just a guy. Yeah, he has like a. I think his name is John Maxwell. Whatever. I I stumbled mm. around the book. It's a good book. It's like oh, is that the guy who owns the coffee? No, that's like the house cut Maxwell. House. He's, a, he's oh, that is a Maxwell. John yeah. Maxwell. Let's look this. He's guy on up. LinkedIn. I I don't know how I stumbled upon him. But I, I got his book. It's like a daily reader, and every day it teaches you how to be a leader. The laws of leadership. Um, five levels of leadership, developing the leader within you. Okay, yeah. so, and you like all this leaders, yeah. leadership stuff. He's a quote. Guy Fifteen too. invaluable laws of growth. How successful people think. Why qualities you that of a leader. Time? No, I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I was I was thinking like this is great. 
Is John Maxwell a billionaire? He's a net worth of 10 mil. Well, solid. Um, Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, you're a quote person, too. I am a quote person. I like quotes because it makes you realize that you're not the only person going through it. Absolutely. And people continuously say you just got to work hard and don't give up. Those are like the two main drivers I think I've heard in terms of successful people being successful in life. Work hard and don't give up. I think it's more Mm -hmm. like learning why. Because I used to be a work hard person. I was like working my heart at work. And I'm like, why am I doing it? I think knowing your why is very important. Totally. You need to know your why over your how. Yeah. Why Why? leads to how. Because why is going to get you, like it sounds really stupid and like cliche, but it's going to get you through the tough days. Like everybody has tough days in comedy. They're like, you know, some there are moments where I want it. Everybody wants to quit at some point. Not like for real, for real. But like, mm, am I like maybe you went through a thing or like you didn't get something or whatever. It's like, what am I doing this for? Whatever. And that why is going to be the reason why you keep going. There, pe- I'm just saying. Yeah. Why are you making that face? You don't like this face? I was like, I'm agreed. Face. I was like, you're right. Because I was thinking, I freaking I bombed the show last night that I was at a comedy shop. You've been to a comedy oh, shop here, recently? Let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah, it's nice. I like that. So, place. I mean, it was fine. It was a producer show. And then I was thinking to myself, I was like, you know what? I'd rather bomb there doing 10 minutes than bombing doing 15 minutes at one of my shows. Yeah, you but know? bombing is important. Yeah, and it's, it's all relative. You know, yeah. like bombing for me, I think, is, you know, when I'm not getting as many jokes as I'm used to on these particular jokes, whatever. Like, there were still laughs and yeah. stuff. It wasn't like crickets up there um but i think it's just all in people's heads and how far they're willing to take their passion and dream you know that we are really hard on ourselves like i remember when i before i was a comic i used to go to comedy shows like this is great and even like the bad comics i'm like that person didn't like resonate with me but i had a great time and i think on the other side like these minutes matter so much to us and it's like we suck and it's like the audience isn't walking away thinking you sucked yeah your peers are but the audience thought you were nice (laughs) <laughs> like, I gotta talk bad shit about you, but I, I'm not. A, yeah, I'm not afraid of a bomb. I'm really not. What's on tap for you going forward? Getting this hour together, touring. I know that you're gonna be putting this, or actually, we might have to edit this part. Oh, out. We're, editing, we're, 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 we're editing some shit. We're gonna, we might have to edit this part out. Why? But are you doing um, your special in Spanish and English? Oh, yet? I'm, do, I'm dropping both of those. So we're allowed to talk yeah, about it. But it's gonna be in like two, three years. Okay, but you are going to potentially do that. Absolutely. That's a great business idea. Yeah, that's two direct deposits from Absolutely. HBO. <laughs> you know, or another network. Let's, yes, <laughs> or Netflix. Whoever wants to pay. Whoever responds <laughs> whoever, to my DM yeah, whoever first. whoever responds to <laughs> DMs, that's what I'm going with. You know, I think Amazon might be first. Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Either way. Glory, this has been an amazing almost hour we've had. It's an here. hour? What do you want to let the listeners and viewers know before we get out of here? Well, I want you guys to follow me on Instagram if you could spell my name. Because it's always hard. Spell it out. It's we'll just, put it right down there. It's just G-L-O-R-E-L-Y-S-M-O-R-A. Glorelis Mora. And you're Glorelis Mora Look on every, every, everything. Okay. Everything. But I had fun talking to you, Ted, outside the club. This was actually very fun. Yeah, yeah outside the yeah, club. Outside, outside the, club. the stand. Yeah, no, it gets intimate. We got intimate. I think this that's is great. Cute. You're yeah. great. I think we've um, expanded our relationship. We did. Thank you I for coming. I hate Scorpios less today. Absolutely. <laughs> Glory, Mora, thank you guys so much. And we'll see you next time. Peace. Thank you, Ted.